Atlanta. Guys, I did not think that my one-week break was going to turn into a two-week break, and for that, I apologize, but the first week, I was just honestly so overwhelmed. It was the week that Dylan went out of town for a work trip, and so I had to do all the things that he does at nighttime, which is actually a lot, (laughs) and so... Um, I had to do that, and my best friend's birthday party was on Saturday, and I had to take Penny to camp, and there was just a lot going on, so I was like, you know what, I need a mental break. I'm not going to record the episode this week, although I did record it that Tuesday, but I just felt like it was really all over the place, and I'm like, you know, re-record it, so I deleted that one, and then I didn't have any content, so then the following week, I was working out my last week at my new job and so I was really stressed making sure that everything was like left in good hands for them. I wanted to make sure that I had everything prepared and I was supposed to train the new person who actually never showed up. So the last couple of days were just me trying to explain what I do and just making sure that they got it all under control, which they will. And it was bittersweet. My last day was Saturday. I was really sad about it, but I was also very happy and they're really supportive. I got flowers and cookies and just an overall great bittersweet day. But yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing the past two weeks. I haven't really done much this weekend. I worked on Saturday and then Sunday I had a lazy day with my mom and Dylan. We had lunch. I made dinner. We took plenty to get ice cream. Just really had a chill day. Mom, for the first time ever, watched Crazy Rich Asians, the movie, and we laughed, we cried, we got upset, we laughed, and we cried all over again. If you haven't seen that movie, you need to run to HBO Max and watch it. It is such a fun, beautiful movie. It's it's like a rom-com. I love it. It's a must-watch. I'm going to do a must-watch movie episode soon, but... My gosh, such a must watch. Anyways, today is Monday when I'm currently recording and I don't have to go into my new job until May the 7th, which is on a Friday. So I have this whole week off and today I've done nothing. I woke up early, of course, you know, I woke up around 7 in the morning and I moved to the couch. I put on the perfect man that has Hillary Duff in it. And also Mr. Big from Sex and the City. Such a great movie that is also on HBO Max. And I have to give a shout out to Jarrett. Thank you so much for letting me use your HBO Max for free. I appreciate it. Other than watching movies and Criminal Minds, I've done nothing today. So I will be going to spin later today, which I'm excited about, but also sad. Because my spin instructor, my favorite one, is moving. She became a doctor and now she has to go do her thing in New Jersey, and I'm just like, but oh, but oh, why? Can you do it here? Apparently not, but whatever. She's here for the whole month of May, so I will be at Spin. If you need to find me, that's where I'll be. I did mention in my Instagram post that this episode is going to be a deep one, and it's a personal one for me, and when I recorded the first time, like I mentioned, I felt like it was really scattered brain, and so I didn't like it, and I deleted it, and now that I think about it, I wish I would have kept it so I could at least re-listen to it and picked out certain things I liked from what I said, but that's okay. We're starting fresh, and here we go. So today's episode is going to be all about PCOS and just 
kind of an intro episode to PCOS. It's more of a get to know what it is, get to know the side effects and the struggles. And if you don't know what PCOS is, I'll be going over all that. So I have a couple of articles that I did save on my phone. So I'm going to pull that up now and we'll get started. You're probably wondering, what is PCOS? Well, PCOS stands for polycystic ovary syndrome which is a common health problem caused by an imbalance of reproductive hormones. The hormonal imbalance creates problems in the ovaries. The ovaries make the egg that is released each month as part of a healthy menstrual cycle. With PCOS, the egg may not develop as it should or may not be released during ovulation as it should be. PCOS can cause missed or irregular menstrual periods. Irregular periods can lead to infertility, the inability to get pregnant, or development of cysts, which are small fluid-filled sacs in the ovaries. So that's an overview of what PCOS is. And before I fully get started with explaining my story, I just want to go over some of the things. And then once I read from the article, I'll tell you guys about my personal experience. So moving on on who gets PCOS. Well, it is said that between 5% and 10% of women between 15 and 44 or during the years you can have children have PCOS. Most women find out they have PCOS in their 20s and 30s when they have problems getting pregnant and see their doctor. But PCOS can happen at any age after puberty. Women of all races and ethnicities are at risk of PCOS. Your risk of PCOS may be higher if you have obesity or if you have a mother, sister, or aunt with PCOS. Basically, anyone can have PCOS. Any lady can have it after you hit puberty. And from all of the research I've done, it also isn't just someone who, whose mom or dad, or sorry, not mom or dad, mom or aunt or sister have it, or maybe if it's not your, that you're overweight. It can just mean that that's just how your body is working. So don't think that just because, you know, you're overweight, it means you have PCOS. That's not what it's telling you. But moving on on symptoms of PCOS. Some of the symptoms of PCOS include an irregular menstrual cycle. Women with PCOS may miss periods or have fewer periods, fewer than eight in a year, or their periods may come every 21 days or more often. Some women with PCOS stop having menstrual periods. You have too much hair on your face or chin or parts of the body where men usually have hair. This is called heritism. I'm saying that wrong. I absolutely know I am, so I'm sorry. But this affects up to 70% of women with PCOS. If you have acne on your face, your chest, or upper back, thinning hair or hair loss on the scalp, weight gain or difficulty losing weight, darkening of skin, particularly along neck, creases in the groin or in the underneath breast, or skin tags, which are small excess flaps of skin in the armpits or neck area. Wow, those are a lot of different symptoms, and I am going to go over mine in just a little bit, so let's keep going. What are the causes of PCOS? The exact cause of PCOS is not known. Most experts think that several factors, including genetics, play a role, such as high level of androgens, which are sometimes called male hormones, or high levels of insulin. Insulin is a hormone that controls how the food you eat is changed into energy. Insulin's resistance is when the body's cells do not respond normally to insulin. As a result of insulin, blood levels become higher than normal. So the last thing I wanna go over is how is PCOS diagnosed? 
There is no single test to diagnose PCOS. To help diagnose PCOS and rule out other causes of your symptoms, your doctor may talk to you about your medical history and do a physical exam and different tests. Here is a list of them. You could do a physical exam where your doctor will measure your blood pressure, body mass index, and waist size. They will also look at your skin for extra hair on your face, chest, or back, acne, or skin discoloration, your other health conditions such as an enlarged thyroid gland, a pelvic exam where your doctor may do a pelvic exam for signs of extra male hormones, for example, in an enlarged clitoris and check to see if your ovaries are enlarged or swollen. A pelvic ultrasound, this test uses sound waves to examine your ovaries for cysts. And lastly, a blood test. Blood tests check your androgen hormone levels, sometimes called male hormones. Your doctor will also check for other hormones related to the other common health problems that can be mistaken for PCOS, such as a thyroid disease. Your doctor may also test your cholesterol levels and test for you for diabetes. So those are different ways that it can be diagnosed. And then lastly, I promise this will be the last one, is how is PCOS treated? There is no cure for PCOS, but you can manage the symptoms of PCOS. You and your doctor will work on a treatment plan based on your symptoms, your plans for having children, and your risk of a long-term health problem such as diabetes and heart disease. Many women will need a combination of treatments, including steps you can take at home, or medicines. And and all of this was brought to you by womenshealth.gov. It's actually very, very informative. And when I was diagnosed with PCOS, it's the first thing I looked up with that my doctor said. She was like, go to that website. It'll explain everything. And I was like, thanks. Now it's my story. I just read you some facts and now I can read you my facts. So my story starts about two years ago. Dylan and I were celebrating our fourth year anniversary and I was looking at um, pictures and everything, and I looked at the calendar, and I'm like, wait, 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 it's May 22nd, this is the third month that my period has not arrived, I was like, uh-oh, I'm pregnant, and my heart sank, I was like, could I be pregnant? Now, before May 22nd, I was having cramps but no period I had weird cravings I had gained a lot of weight and then if I exercised I would lose some but it was never a good amount it was never back to before I was in like my 20s it was never like that and by 20s I mean like early 20s like my 19th 20 21 so I was panicking I was thinking oh my gosh I must be pregnant my period isn't here what's going on and I have all these weird cravings okay something's wrong let's take a pregnancy test. And so I took a pregnancy test, negative, 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 negative. I asked my best friend Dulce, I was like, hey, I think I'm pregnant, like what's going on? And she was like, I'll bring you a pregnancy test from work, give me a minute. And I was like, okay, and still not pregnant. And finally, my mom was like, you need to go to the doctor. Like, what is wrong with you? This is not okay. And I was like, okay, chill, I'm gonna go to the doctor. But then I started to think and Google my symptoms and I was like, my period's not here. What's going on? And I kept reading like anxiety, like, are you depressed? What's going on? And I was like, oh, well, low key, like I have been developing like a lot of anxiety and depressed a lot. I would say I was definitely very moody, 
like the littlest things triggered me and I would just cry for no reason and I, so I kept reading like you know are you depressed do you have a lot of anxiety that's that could be stopping your period and that's where I thought it was I was like oh, okay it's just my anxiety making my period stop no big deal right well I made an appointment with the doctor I go and I'm telling her my things and I'm like listen I just think I'm pregnant but I've gained weight but I am always bloated I don't know like what's going on so she has me pee in a cup and she comes back she's like well you're not pregnant and I was like oh, okay cool and she was like but let me you know tell me your stories I need to kind of see what's causing you not to have your period and I told her I was like well lately I've developed a lot of anxiety everything triggers me I cry all the time you know I'm in a really healthy and happy relationship so I don't understand what's wrong with me I have gained a lot of weight and I try to lose it and I only lose a little bit. All of it's in my lower stomach. I'm always bloated. I could just go on and on and on. And so she was like, okay, well, you know, I want to go and get you some tests done. So let's get your blood tests arranged. And also I want to get a pelvic exam done. And she was like, it's just a vaginal sonogram of everything in there of your ovaries so that we can see what's going on and I was like okay that's fine and so I did the blood test which I hate I hate blood tests oh it's like needles going in oh it's just gross gross it's gross so I did that and then I went and did the vaginal sonogram and that was not bad okay like that wasn't uncomfortable I would have much rather do the sonogram than the blood test 100% um, basically, they just tell you to drink lots of water an hour before you go in so that you're all filled up <laughs> and then you lay like you're going to get, you know, checked and they put this, I don't even know what you call it, like a rod type thing, I don't know, and it goes inside of you and they basically start just moving around and she just takes pictures and she doesn't really, like, at least the lady who was doing my exam, like, she didn't tell me what's going on she was just had like small talk but you could kind of see your insides and it was like really weird and then a week later my doctor called and she was like hey can you come in and basically she was like hey your blood tests are normal you don't show any signs of you know struggling with insulin or anything else so we ruled out that and we did get your exam back and your sonogram and then she let me know that I had PCOS and she talked a little bit about it and she explained to me that basically my ovaries have little follicles on them that, or not little, there are a lot of different follicles on them that stop the egg from dropping down, which is what starts my period and that's why I haven't had a period for months. It's not treatable to the sense where you can just cure it, but what you can expect now is, you know, we're going to put you on birth control because I wasn't on it. She's like, I'm going to put you on this birth control. I'm going to go and, um, you know, get print you off some things that you need to start eating and foods that you should take out, exercise. And then at the end, she goes, and you're pretty young. And I was like, yeah, thank you. I mean, I was like, what, 25? <laughs> I was like, thanks. Um, and she was like, do you want to have kids? Very like kind of tiptoey and I was like I mean yeah one day I want to have kids I'm engaged now but I mean we've talked about kids and we want to have them and she was like okay 
And I have to be honest with you, part of PCOS is infertility. And what that means is it's going to be hard for you to get pregnant when the time comes. And she said that basically, you know, because I'm not getting periods or my eggs aren't dropping, it's just really hard for my body to get pregnant. And to be honest, guys, once she said that it's going to be hard to get pregnant, I don't remember anything else after that. I think I just looked at her like shocked and I was like, what? (laughs) I just remember like seeing her and her mouth moving and everything was just like, oh, what? It was like a blur. I mean, you're sitting in this room with a stranger basically and she's telling you it's going to be hard to get pregnant and all you want is kids in the future. So that sucked and I get emotional when I talk about it, but um, I was like, okay, thanks. And you leave and I got in my car and I just remember thinking what the hell that did that like what the hell just happened and I think I called Dylan first and I was like hey and he was like oh my god what the doctor say blah 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 and I was like I don't even know I was like she said I have PCOS she says that I I I can't have babies or maybe she said I could have babies I don't remember and he was like okay he was like you need to like calm down because I was crying I was a hysterical mess and I was like okay well I understand I was like let let me just call my mom so I called my mom and she you know kind of told me the same thing she was like listen come home we'll we'll look at everything we'll talk you know show me everything I was trying to tell her what the doctor said so I was like okay um and I actually went back to work because I did that during a lunch break, and so I went back to work, and I talked to my really great friend, Lisa, and I remember crying in her office, just thinking, like, oh my god, what if Dylan's gonna leave me, because I can't have babies, and she was like, well, the doctor didn't say that, and I was like, you know, you're right, the doctor didn't say that, the doctor just said it was gonna be harder to have babies, and so after I cried and left work, (laughs) I just did a bunch of research, and it's you know, it is going to be hard to have babies. I just have to be on certain medication and move on from there. But that's all, you know, I'm praying and, you know, I'm a woman of faith and whatever is meant to be will happen. So that's how my experience went finding out. And then from then on, I just researched everything. I researched my anxiety, which I was like, oh, this is all because of PCOS. This is what it does to my body. It just triggers you. It makes you very self-conscious, at least for me. And so my anxiety was just heightened over everything. Um, I also realized that it also my period cramps and the way it hurts so, so terribly was also another symptom of PCOS. I remember my period just like killing me when it did come and I was like oh my god this is sucks this hurts so bad the blood was just yucky it was so much um it was just horrible so I researched all of that and then my doctor called me this was like I want to say two days later and she was like hey I put in your prescription for your birth control go pick it up and I was like oh well hey guess what my period came it's horrible it's like super bloody, bad cramps, I'm nauseous, I'm all of this, and she was like, yeah, that's, yeah, she's like, that's part of it, she was like, it's a good thing your period came, you know, you just gotta let it run its course, she said it might be three days, it might be ten days, 
And I was like, what? And she was like, yep, your periods are going to start becoming either three days, 10 days, five days, whatever, but you have to let it finish its course. And I was like, okay, great. That period was like 10 days. It was horrible. It was my first period after not having periods for a month and it was terrible. Ugh, I'm sure some of my friends can recall because I would just call them being like, this sucks. Like I'm in so much pain. So anyways, I pick up my birth control and this birth control is called Junal. And I have a whole episode I want to dedicate that birth control to, but for now I can just say that this birth control was terrible to me psychologically. It messed with my brain. I was just so horrible to myself. My thoughts were so dark, guys. I remember being so depressed and I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to talk to anyone and I would get up and go to work with a fake smile on my face. It was horrible. Oh, I just remember it. It's such a bad birth control for me and it made me gain so much weight so quick, guys. I know part of that was because I was depressed. So I'm not someone who can like stop eating when they're depressed. I eat. It's a comfort thing. And so I was just eating and eating and eating and I'm like, what is going on? And finally, I looked up, I finally, you know, I looked up Junal and I just found this forum of girls saying this birth control had me with suicidal thoughts. This made me moody. This made me angry. My anxiety was horrible. And then some other girl was like, my doctor recommended this for my PCOS, but I think it's the dumbest recommendation ever. Like I feel blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, same sis, like gross. We're suffering the same thing. So I threw that birth control out. And I was, like, slowly coming back down to, like, a happy Paula. Like, I was, like, what I mean, like, down, I mean in a good way. I feel like I was on this, like, super high of just depressed girl. And then I was coming back to myself. So, whew, I remember that. It's like, I still remember all that. And it just gives you even more flashbacks. So, that was my experience with birth control and having PCOS did not help at all. Um... Besides all of that, I also did some research on exercising and different forms of it. And I tried the gym a little bit, but I'm one girl who like hates going to the gym. Like, I don't like it. I don't know why I don't like the gym. All I can say is that I people watch and I feel like if I'm watching them, maybe someone's watching me. And at the end of the day, I know no one's watching me, but it's still weird. I don't like it. But yeah, I don't know why I always hate the gym, but different things that were recommended to me were like HIIT workouts, which are high intensity workouts, um, you know, just regular exercising like walks, um, doing gyms, doing weights. And I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. And so then I found this girl on YouTube who has PCOS and she was like, I go spinning and I've lost so much weight and it makes me feel so happy. And I was like, well, one, I have PCOS and two, I want to spin. So I found a spin class and I go to Sweat Studio um, in Myrtle Beach and I went the first time and I could not get up. And I was like, great, I suck. And then I kept going and kept going and kept going and I sit on the front row and I have that confidence glow. Um, (laughs) I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but look at me. So I swear spinning has changed my life. It has really, really helped with my PCOS weight gain. And it has helped me not only like tone my body, but 
Also, like my mental health, if I don't go to a spin class at least once a week, I feel overwhelmed. And so I, I make it a thing I have to go. I go usually Monday. I make it a thing where I go Monday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. So I go at least four times a week. If I can squeeze in a couple more days, I feel so great. But spinning to me is like a must-do every week so that I can have a positive outlook on life and also I'm doing nice things to my body and I'm treating my body to a nice workout. So that's kind of the exercise I do. If I don't do spin, you know, at one day, then maybe I'll take Penny for a long walk. But there are times where I don't want to go to spin and I don't go. If I feel like I don't want to go today, I don't go because I'm going to be miserable in class and then I don't want to have that in my brain associated with it. So moving on from exercising, um, I talked about the struggles I've had with the anxiety and depression a little bit and about the weight gain and what I did to kind of fix that. But now I want to talk about food and PCOS. I love bread. Oh my gosh, I love bread. I love pizza. I love chicken nuggets. I love french fries. I love fatty foods. But I also love salads, you know? I mean, I'm not like a total just junk food kind of girl, but I do love carbs. And with PCOS, carbs are not the best thing to consume. And so I want to talk about the different foods to have and to avoid with PCOS. And then I'll give you guys my opinion with it. And this is so funny because I'm reading this off the medicalnewstoday.com and this specific list is like everywhere in every article you can find. It's even on my paperwork that my doctor gave me. So here we go. Following a diet that meets a person's nutritional needs, maintains a healthy weight, and promotes good insulin levels can help people with PCOS feel better. Here are the foods to eat. Research have found that what people eat has a significant effect on PCOS. That said, there is currently no standard diet for PCOS. However, there is a widespread agreement about which foods are beneficial and seem to help people manage their condition and which foods to avoid. Three diets that may help people with PCOS manage their symptoms are a low glycemic index diet. The body digests foods with a low GI more slowly, meaning they do not cause insulin levels to rise as much or as quickly as other foods, such as some carbohydrates. Foods in a low GI diet include whole grains, nuts, seeds, fruits, starchy vegetables, and other unprocessed low-carbohydrate foods. You guys know I love carbs. Okay, the next one, an anti-inflammatory diet. Anti-inflammatory foods such as berries, fatty fish, leafy greens, and extra virgin olive oil may reduce inflammation-related symptoms such as fatigue, which I did suffer from fatigue a lot. Okay, the last one is called the DASH diet. A DASH diet is rich in fish, poultry, fruits, vegetables, whole grain, and low-fat dairy produce. The diet discourages foods that are high in saturated fat and sugar. So, a beautiful, healthy PCOS diet includes natural unprocessed foods, high-fiber foods, fatty fish, including salmon, tuna, sardines, no thank you, kale, spinach, and other dark leafy greens. I like that. Dark red fruits such as red grapes, blueberries, blackberries, and cherries. Love, 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 love. 
broccoli and cauliflower. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. We don't love dried beans, lentils, and others. I do love beans, so good thing because a girl be liking them beans. The healthful fats such as olive oil, as well as avocados and coconuts, love. Nuts including pine nuts, walnuts, almonds, and pistachios, I love almonds. Dark chocolate in moderation, how about just dark chocolate, okay? Uh, and spices such as turmeric and cinnamon, perfect. Based on that, you can tell what I do like and what I don't like, and a lot of it is vegetables. But I do love carrots, okay, and that's a vegetable. Um, so when I read that, I was like, guys, internet, this is all the stuff that I don't really like to eat. But I have to say, I was on this really strict diet when I first had PCOS, and I did try all this stuff, and it does it does help you, and it does give you... A good mental state as well so I'm not gonna say that I eat just these foods because I don't but I do incorporate them into my daily diet at least some of them I mean not gonna I do not eat broccoli and cauliflower you'll never catch me eating that just to get that out of the way and now I just wanted to go over foods to avoid with PCOS because this is truly sad so it says here in general people on a PCOS diet should avoid foods already widely seem as unhealthful. Those include refined carbohydrates, such as a mass-produced pastries and white bread. Really? Come on. (laughs) Fried foods, such as fast food. What? You want me to give up Bojangles or Chick-fil-A? Or let alone cookout? Sugary beverages, such as sodas and energy drinks. Does Coke Zero count? Because that's my favorite. Oh, God, this one's hard, guys. Processed meats such as hot dogs, sausages, and luncheon meats. Actually, it's not that hard. I can I can go a lifetime without eating hot dogs, but I do love a good, tur- a good turkey sandwich. Solid fats. Ew, I'm, I, I don't eat that. These are like including margarine, shortening, and lard. I'm safe. I don't think I eat that. And then the last one is excess red meat such as steaks, hamburgers, and pork. If you guys know me, you know one of my favorite favorite type of meat is pork. I mean, it's always chicken for sure, but I love pork. And lately I've been really into steak and that stuff I can't really eat. So I try, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do have like some form of pork, like a pork chop or pork loin at least like every other week at my house. But I do try and stay away from meat. Um, but it's hard. So I still eat it. But it's okay in moderation. Everything's in moderation. But that's it with the diet. I just wanted to share that because maybe if someone who's listening might think they have any of the symptoms that I've talked about today, try cutting some of that stuff out in the diet world and see if that helps. But before I end the episode, I wanted to go over one last thing. I follow this girl on Instagram and her name on Insta is Happy Hormone Health. And But she had posted this picture And it has all these different arrows coming out, and it's titled The Reality of Living with PCOS. And so I just wanted to read them for you. So one of them is not knowing when a period is coming, but I have to say, personally, my periods have been very regular now. I I can't count them on days. They don't come like every 30 days or every 21 days or whatever, but I will know I will get a period each month. Um, And that just came from exercising and dieting. 
truthfully. That's, I, I researched that. That's how it's happened. Um, the next one is gaining weight, your hair falling out. I do lose a lot of hair in the shower. Um, it sucks, but you know, something I have to go with. <laughs> That's why my hair is so thin. Um, uh, my skin breaking out, trouble getting or staying asleep. I don't suffer through that. Thankfully I can, you know, go to sleep right away. Um, but sometimes I still wake up pretty tired and that's also a symptom, but removing excess facial slash body hair. I would say my hair and my legs grow really fast, but other than that, I don't really have that problem. Um, tired even after eight hours of sleep. I can relate to that on some occasions. Uncontrollable food cravings. Absolutely. Depression or anxiety. Of course, if you want to know more about my anxiety, you can listen to episode three. I deep dived into that. And then last one is worrying about fertility. And truthfully, that one's been on my mind a lot. I think that one is one that I pushed away when I first found out about it after I had my breakdown. And lately, it's been like in the back of my mind. And mainly, I think because, you know, I'm getting closer to 30. I am 27. I'm getting closer to 30. And it's starting to get a little real that I have to have kids or not even have to have kids. I want to have kids soon. So it's starting to worry me a little bit, but I don't think it's impossible. And if it happens to be impossible to have kids naturally, then, you know, there's other courses. But what I want to say in regards to any girl who has PCOS or knows someone that has PCOS, if that is your number one fear, which in most cases it is. The way that I handle it is I have a good cry. I'm not going to lie. I have cried about it this week. I mean, I haven't told anyone that. Um, But you have a good cry and do some self-care to kind of cope with it. (laughs) And then you research. I feel like that's what I did to cope with the PCOS in the first place. And there's just so much research you can do in regards to fertility. And so I just basically wanted to say is don't give up. Um, I can't speak from experience because I haven't started trying to have a baby. But when the time comes, I will research and I will do whatever I can to find ways to have one. And whether it be a natural baby that it comes from me or if I have to take another route, you know, that's just what I have to do. Or if the universe says, hey, Paula, it's not your time to have babies. It's not my time to have babies. So I'm not going to lie. I did sound pretty like chill with that at the end, but it's I'm going to probably cry again eventually. <laughs> but, you know, I just have to stay strong for myself at the end of the day. But with that being said, I think I'm going to end the episode with that. I know that today's episode was more of a get to know what PCOS is. And um, if you thought this was interesting and you learned and you want to hear more of my personal experiences, I most definitely can. I think the birth control one is one that I really want to focus on next because that one was really traumatizing. And I actually have a friend who has suffered the same. So maybe she can hop on the podcast, but I appreciate everyone that's listening. Thank you guys so much. And I can't wait to be back soon. Stay safe out there. Love you guys. Bye.